and welcome to another episode of Fill Your Soul. I will be your host today, Brianna Knoll, and this is... Hi friends, I'm Amanda Kay. Welcome to another episode. This week, uh, we are going to dive into our season of anatomy systems yes. and talk through the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system. Which I feel like the lymphatic system is probably the most undervalued and under thought about and talked about system out of the entire body and it's in my opinion the most crucial because right. if you if you had to describe Mandy what would you say like your understanding of the lymphatic system is when someone asks you as a client and says well, what's the lymphatic system what what what's your kind of like elevator speech or go-to thing that you like to say you know the first things first is obviously what is obvious yes. right the swelling Yes, those kinds of things. Yes, those are the kind of things that I, my clients and the people that I talk to about, like they recognize, right? First and foremost, right off the bat. Um, Very few times when I'm when I'm talking to a client and I talk about their immunities and different things like that, they don't link those together. Right. Right. Because that is that's what the lymphatic system does is you got to understand that it's all about fluid balance in the body. So it's going to make sure that the, the fluid is going at the right place between the organs, the cells, the vessels and everything. It's also your immune system. Right. And so when you're sick, I mean, let's think about the organs real quick. So I just kind of start up in the top. We have our tonsils here. Yes. And think about this in your head of what happens when you're sick. Right. So that tenderness and the lymph nodes yes. and then the tonsils, um, we have here on our chest, right by our heart, our thymus. Mm-hmm. And a thymus is all about um, childhood immunities, right? So it's very, very active um, when children and children and teenagers, it's less active than adults. But I truly believe that we can stimulate it enough on the zone and in life that right. it, it builds up immunities as well. We move down the body into our spleen. The spleen's located on the left side of the body under the ribs. And that's going to be um, what helps to flush out uh, dead cells, things like that. It's kind of known as the graveyard of the body. Right, the blood. Yes, exactly. And so when I think about that, and then we go down into our gut, and we have what's known as the Peyer's patches or um, the mucus-associated lymphatic tissue. And that's going to be um, kind of like having a tonsil in your tummy, right? Okay. So that's going to be debris there. And then the last other place that's not as commonly often thought of is it's it's your bone marrow inside your bones, because that's where blood production and these different cellular productions occur. So it's a whole system of these organs. And then we do have lymph vessels that connect them. The one thing that is different between the heart and the blood vessels and then lymphatic vessels though, is that we don't have a pump to move lymphatic fluid. Right. And so your recommendations, what do you have any recommendations of how to keep lymphatic lymph fluid moving through the body? Well, yes, first and foremost, Drinking water yes, that's is a huge help. one, right? It's going to help loosen it up, yep. put it up. Yep. Um, movement of yes. the body, right? Even if it is just an extra lap around the house a day. Yes. Um, even if it's parking at the end, right? We all talk about this, but parking at the end of 
um, the grocery store and then walking to the doors. Um, just, it's a little bit more, I think, movement, getting a little more movement in. Um, and then watching what I eat. Yes, exactly. Because uh, it's also, the lymphatic system is also going to help to pull out debris and toxins um, from the organs as well. So it's kind of like the garbage system of flushing things out, keeping them clean. And so if we're adding high inflammatory foods or toxic foods into our bodies, it does bog down our lymphatic system. And then that's when you're going to start to notice that you feel sluggish, that you um, maybe your immune system is weakened. Right. and you chronically get sick mm -hmm. um, or the swelling in the feet, which is what we see the most. Right, right. Um, and so because of the reason why movement works is because of, of the muscle contraction. And so think about a straw just going through um, the, the muscle. And then every time that muscle squeezes, the fluid moves up or down, depending on which way it's going right. up the vessel. And so when you are on your feet all day, um, the fluid will pool down in your lower limbs, right? And so the muscle contraction is going to help to move it back up towards the heart, which is our intention of where we want to move it. So that's kind of something that I like to explain to people, just being like, even if you were just to take your arms and just contract the muscles in your biceps, that's okay. going to help, or in your legs and just bend up, up, down, up, down, that's going to help to kind of move it we do have, um, in the zoning world, we call them drains. They're actually not drains. They're lymphatic node clusters, and we have clusters throughout our body. So common ones here in your throat. Okay. Right into here. So, so right here in your throat, and then, um, you know, my daughter always gets these big bumps, like just right down underneath her ears, mm -hmm. and, you know, we've Back in the day, we used to always have to go to the doc and it would be like, oh, you know, it's your lymph glands, like yes. they're, your lymphs are, are hard and, and different things. And they would always hurt her. And that's how I would always know that she was getting sick. Right. Cause it was, and that's, what's going on is that there is an immune response in the body. And so we are getting a surplus of cells that are going to fight the disease or the virus or whatever it is. And, and so when that tissue gets full of it right there's mm -hmm. some swelling and and there's also going to be the fighting of the bad germs everything's going to start to poop up and swell and that's where we notice some lymph nodes are kind of like think of them kind of like nets that are going to like trap things in, okay right and so when she starts to get sick that's where it first shows up is right into there into okay. those lymph nodes these i found are the most common ones okay. that swell first All the right. next one is going to be underneath the collarbone this is going to be subclavian. And so this area here, um, this is where a lot of people notice it, especially like things like mastitis or breast right. inflammation. Right. Those will become very tender right here, just right underneath the collarbone. Um, have you ever had your armpits hurt? That's a yes. weird one. It is a weird one. And, and until I started diving deep into the zone, right, and learning all of this stuff, I never knew why yes. they just don't talk about this stuff. No. And it's who would think, right? The lymph like in the armpit. Yep. And there's a lot of conversation going on, going on right now about, you know, deodorant and things like that. Cause we're putting it literally right there on the lymph nodes and stuff. So that's for a whole other subject, but it's a common one. So I found that it starts here in the throat it moves into the chest and then the armpits um, and then down in our groin, on both sides of our leg, 
there's going to be the inguinal cluster down there. And that's going to be um, when you're really sick, <laughs> like full body flu or something like that, that's going to be really tender down there. Um, you may also notice that there is a lymph cluster going up the spine. Mm -hmm. um, so that could be like a stiffness. There was this one time, oh, it was so interesting. I felt my throat and the nodes under my jaw just swell almost instantly. And I just had this gut feeling of like, oh, this is going to be bad. And so I literally called my parents and I live alone. And so I called my parents. I'm just like, I think I had better come over. And they're just like, are you okay? I'm like, I just started fevering really bad. That's the immune response. And I'm like, and my throat just instantly swelled. By the time I got from my parents' house out, from my house out to my parents' house, it didn't less than an hour. I like could barely move. Like that's mm -hmm. when those, those body aches yes. hit in, right? Everything okay. is just so swollen. It just hurts. And you're just like, oh my goodness. One of the worst illnesses I've ever had. I fevered so bad. And eventually my body worked through it. And of course my parents foot zoned me and everything, but it was interesting, like just how quickly it moved through my body. Mm -hmm. I could tell that it was probably going to be pretty severe. Severe. Mm -hmm. So, so because you brought this up, it was, it's really interesting to me because, you know, um, oh, growing up, like I've heard, oh, the fever, we got to treat the fever. We yeah. have to treat the fever. Oh, they have a fever. And I, I understand treating the fever, but I also understand a little bit more now why we have the fever and what the fever is actually doing for the body. So it's not necessarily a bad thing not. to have a fever. No, we actually want the fever to get to a certain temperature if possible, because then it's going to um, burn off all the germs, right? That's what okay. the fever's job is. It's yes. fighting for the body, right? Yes, exactly. So if a fever spikes too high, and there's so many different recommendations on this, so obviously check with your medical professional. But for me, my body... I do okay as long as I'm about under about 101, 101 degrees is when my body, like I can tell it's, it's actively working on something, but once it spikes, then it's like, okay, maybe a little too hot. Yeah. And then it's time to cool the body down. Right. So you're saying for your body, what, you know, like the one, the 101 range, yeah. and then it's almost like that body is sending out an SOS, exactly. right? Like it's exactly. saying, okay, mayday, mayday, we need a little extra help here. Yes. And okay. that's going to be what we wanted to show you guys is how to give it a little extra help, right? So when yeah. you're working on the feet, let's talk about where the lymphatic system Ooh, yeah. can be found, right? Yeah, let's do it. And I'm going to pull out um, our feet here. Yeah, <laughs> do it. We <laughs> have these feet. We love them. These are my feet. Yes. Only a little creepy, but we like them. Uh, so the thing to know about the lymphatic system on the foot, it, it's very superficial. It's going to be throughout the entire body, therefore throughout the entire foot, but we open up certain clusters, right? Those clusters we talked about to kind of prime the drain to get things moving. I have one too, <laughs> French. <laughs> they are stretchy. It's a little creepy. <laughs> um, we, we primarily work on a lot of lymphatic system in the side of the foot, on the top of the foot, and then on the inside of the foot. Mm -hmm. When we're working on the bottom of the foot and the organs, it's obviously going to be addressing the lymphatic of each organ as well, but we don't often just point that out. It's just kind of part of it. So if you're looking at your feet here and you go between the first and second toe, Thank there you. are two tendons, a tendon under the first toe, a tendon under the second toe. You want to be in between the tendons right there. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a common place for lymphatic 
fluid to pool, but also a signal on the foot as well. So as we go here, that's going to be actually under the collarbone when I said the subclavian. Yes. So when you're working on that, can you kind of tell us what you notice on the clients and that, what it should feel like and what it maybe feels like when it's not balanced? So for me on clients, especially, um, let's talk about somebody that, um, like it's our first point of contact, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I first hit that area right there, it can be super tender, very tender, mm -hmm. very tender, um, sore. It can feel puffy. Um, and every now and then it can be warm. Yes, there could be some heat coming there could, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and to me, what that tells me is that there is there is an issue going on in the lymphatic system. Um, that's like my first bingo bango. Um, one that feels healthy and feels good. I can go in there. It feels um my my always my go-to is like warm peanut butter. It just yeah. moves. It moves. It just moves. It's not, it doesn't hurt. It's a little um, Yep, but that's but, okay. But there's movement there. It's not puffy. It's not warm to the touch. Um, it just feels like fluid moving in the body. Like it just feels a nice flow. There's flow to it. When it's um, maybe it's inflamed or it's angry, to me, it feels um, thick. Yes. And the, there's not any movement. It just feels like stagnant, no flow. It's yes. just there. And when you push into that area here, we do it in a slight circle and we just kind of rotate it around. That's what we would call a drain or a drill. And as I just pushing here, first push down and then kind of move it around. Notice if it's painful. Yeah. Notice on your own foot and be like, oh, that's a little tender. Um, if it's not, you can go a little bit harder. You don't want to hurt them though. Right. Or hurt yourself, you know, like just go gentle. Um, and that's going to be kind of where we're just going to kind of just stimulate and you can just work in a circle counterclockwise and clockwise. Right. And just kind of work that area. The next one is going to be in between the fourth and fifth toe. Yes. Right over here. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to stretch it. <laughs> stretchy, stretchy. <laughs> and it's going to be in the same, same concept, just in between that. This is going to be the, the cluster under your armpit. And so that's going to be a really important one. And then if you come down to where the the foot and the uh, leg meet, right down here is going to be the groin cluster or the inguinal cluster. And so that's going to be another spot that you're going to just kind of work there. If you have a hard time finding this, this one here, mm -hmm. the easiest thing to do would be to flex your foot, yeah. to flex your foot and then find that little indent in. Um, like if I were to do it on my wrist, I could find that little indent there. And that would be yes. There are tendons on both sides of it, and then that that cluster drain is in between the yep. tendons. That's yep. exactly it. And this is this is like you said, our first contact with it the is. client is on every single zone we do. We do these three drills yes. because you gotta flush the system out in order to then dump things into the pipes. You know, right. and that's right. kind of the concept that I think of. And it can be, for some people, the lymphatic system can be very sensitive. So always go light on it if, it's, if it is tender for them. Right. 
because you don't want to overstimulate it. So would you suggest, Brie, and I know this can be a little controversial, and, and so I'm just going to place a magic box here. Yes. And if this is for you, then take this information. And if this is not for you, then that's okay as well. Um, but um, my question is for immunizations yes. and things on littles or even bigs. Yes. Um, even something as simple as the flu shot or even the COVID vaccine, wherever you stand, again, remember magic box, but this is somewhere, these points here are somewhere that you're going to want to work, right? Yes. To help move the excess that the body does not need yes. to help it move through the system to exit. Is that correct? And I do it. So I, um, I've worked in the medical field, right? So I'm fully vaccinated. Um, but I got a zone before, the day before I got vaccinated, and I got the zone, a zone the day of, right? right? Because I wanted to make sure my lymphatic system was primed and ready to go. And then when the vaccine or the immunization was introduced into my body, I could trust my body to do its job. Right. And then I got zoned that night as well because I needed it to flush out. And I, I mean, working at the hospital, I had very strong strains of flu vaccines and things like that and every time I would I would fever I'd get body aches and I just want to feel very good but getting a zone afterwards it really helped my body to work with with the vaccine right and to yes. build up those immunities yes. what, which is what it's trying to do right and that I think that's what's so important is that's what we want our body we want our body to do its job yes. and so if we can help our bodies bodies understand what is going on mm -hmm. and we are listening to what our body is needing um that we're going to have success yes right yes so let's say you have someone um let's just for you guys listening here looking at your foot here do you notice any type of swelling on the top of your foot mm -hmm. let's talk about potentials of what that could be that could be an immune response maybe you're feeling a little under the weather whether it could be you're on your feet a lot and the fluid is pooling down there, down there. right? Mm -hmm. It could be um, that you have some immune congestion, maybe from an allergy. You could have a sensitivity to a right. food or something that is giving, creating that immune response. And again, this is kind of where most of the lymph tries to move to. So we notice it a lot here on the chest, which is that spot on the foot. So whatever it is, um, we just want you to notice what it is. And then go ahead and rub it to try to get it to change a little bit. Um, you can't overstimulate this. Um, Good to know. Yeah, you, you can't overstimulate it. You don't want to, obviously, remember, we don't want to force it to be open. So we just gently just massage it. The amount of times I'll do it even on my hands and just kind of massage my hands and, and on the feet and stuff. And it's so, so beneficial just to keep everything moving. Yes. So... Uh, Brie, I know you mentioned one in the back area. Yes. And the reason why I bring this up is because I do feel like um, for some people, they hold a lot in their back and that congestion can really affect the back, it right? Really and that, lymph mm -hmm. that lymphatic. And for me, I don't know why, but I, I'm a big visualizer. You guys know this, but I picture like the sewer drains mm -hmm. in the middle of the road, right? Uh -huh. They're heavy, they're hard, they have to be pried open and lifted up, right, in order to get to them to get things moving, moving Yes, right? that's exactly it. And so for me, I feel like the ones, you know, up here um, in the subclavian, the ones in the armpits, 
and stuff like they are easily more accessible yes. and we're whoops woo, we're constantly moving these things and so they do get a little more movement where the one in the back sometimes stiff. gets when you said stiff that's exactly what it reminded me of it is right well you got to think about this so a limb vessel is just like a blood vessel it's very thin it's movable and all that stuff um and the same thing with the lymph nodes you can kind of gain an idea of the movement in the neck as well we have those nodes in the back but we also have a lot of muscle right and a lot of um cartilage and connective tissue in our back and and so you do have to move through the muscle and everything to really kind of help all of it to open up so right. muscle tension like if someone is really tense it, it actually can affect the lymphatic system as well um but this could be like gently twisting uh doing some yoga poses things like that can really help to open up open that up. immune system okay there. yeah perfect absolutely. okay i love that okay all right, friends, and we are out of time. Be sure to join us next week for part two of the lymphatic system. And you know, to stay up on all the latest tips and tricks, be sure to join us on Instagram at Feel Your Soul.